Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women, comedy, and business. My name's Katie, and this is my mom, Karen. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said. Mama said. Hi, Mum. How are you? I can you never doing? see Karen in a normal way. I can't yeah, see. You know, it's the third series of the podcast. We all I know don't... that you can't say your name properly. And I'm still not used to it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yes, How I, are I, you? I have you had a bit of a morning. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, car now is okay. not working because it's been in the driveway for so long. Went and turned it on nothing dead so yeah. i had to walk to the hospital to get an mri scan it's been strange for you walking down there you haven't left your house i know how was it fine well of course edinburgh is all misty it's like going back to victoriana it's all misty <laughs> and gray and you know wet mm -hmm. and uh, no summer here and you know, you were walking towards someone and then you'd have to move out the way or who's moving what way. So it was mm -hmm. just very, very strange. And of course, I went to the wrong department and, <laughs> and uh, you know, they were about, you have to stretch to hand things to the receptionist. And yeah. Anyway, I was a few minutes late, but that was fine. And then I was put in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> a tube. Honestly, I mean, I'm a bit overweight, but my God, if you were any it, bigger than me. Is it quite tight? You know, it's really tight, and they put earplugs in you, and then it goes, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So I have no well, idea. And I was thinking, oh, my God, my back, oh, my butt, you know, I was thinking, this is it. I've got everything you could possibly have, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess if, I mean, it's the way to find out if you've got anything, isn't it? They're going to find out everything that's going on with that. But everything's going to be great, doesn't it? I've done it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Good. Who do we have today, Mum? We have <laughs> most beautiful, lovely Tanya Moore. Hello! <laughs> now, I'm going to tell them a little bit about you. Uh, Tanya Moore is an actress, comedian, writer and presenter. Tanya won the prestigious Funny Woman competition in 2017. Tanya is one of the hardest working stand-up comics around and works on both mainstream and black comedy circuits. Tanya was preparing to uh, debut at this year's Edinburgh Fringe with her show Bully. This, of course, is on hold until August 2021, which is so sad. So well, sad. Tanya, how lovely to see you. Thank you. How are you Hello. doing, ladies? Yeah, yes, we're all right. We're all right. How are you, my love? How are you? God, we're coping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been one of those times, isn't it? You have to, you do have to stay aware so you're educated and you're up to date. But at the same yeah. time, you have to be mindful not to drink too much of it, you know? I too know. much is a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Course, I mean, mental course. health is a big thing just now, isn't it? And yeah. I think people aren't aware or recognising or know that yeah. the upset isn't so much the brutality. Mm -hmm. It's the response to the brutality. It's the gaslighting of. It's the, what are you talking about? It's the, yeah, but. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's the, oh, I didn't know. It's like, it's not the first video we've seen, guys. So oh, stop acting like it's a brand new jumper. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. Same jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Been wearing it for years. 
<laughs> stretched. It's got holes in it. It's dusty, yeah. but yeah. we're still putting it on. And we need to figure out how to get rid of this jumper. And that's yeah. where. Yeah, exactly. So you, need to, you need to Guys, we need a new wardrobe already. So before we go fully into what's happening today, um, let's go back. Tell us more. <laughs> that was me going back. Never done that before. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I, I told you I'm going back. She went outside today. She's gone a little bit yeah. loopy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Help me. Um, tell us more about we, Tanya. Uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in New Cross, South East yeah. London, in Lewisham Borough, um, yeah. in Woodpecker, Woodpecker Estate, which um, is very rough. Very, yeah. very rough. Oh, but I, I loved it because I'm rough, so it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> loved it. Um, I love South London, though. I'm still here. I don't. Think Are you I'm still in South London? Yeah. yeah. Who was your family? Thing. Who is your family? Who were you? So you got mum, dad, and then big brother for a while, and then little sister came and ruined everything. Later <laughs> on, so, <laughs> I had like eight years, a good eight years, solid, and then she came and just ruined it. So. What's the difference in age between you and your brother then? Four years. Yeah. So and him, then me, and then her. Yeah. Were you really close? No. <laughs> My mum said to me that when I was born, he was really excited, and then I was born, and he was really excited, and he like wanted me to stay in his room and stuff, and it was nice. And then yeah. I learned to talk, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this." So <laughs> yeah. It just kind of just, and then ever since, it's just been me following him around. Hasn't stopped, so he so. he left home when you were how old? He left when I was. He went to uni, so I was fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a, a hard time to lose them, just in the <laughs> middle of your teenage years. Literally, like, who else is going to fight everybody now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, I'm mouthy for no reason, because there's no one backing it. I can't fight, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And then your younger Bella. sister, how much younger than you is she? I know, she's eight years, because she said... Oh, eight. Said, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, she came. She came two weeks, well, ten days before my eighth birthday. So, like, literally in the same birth month. Also, yeah. a female, like, just ruined it all. If she yeah. was a boy, it wouldn't have been so bad. But she's literally just come in, literally a newer model of me. It's just yeah. horrible. <laughs> I bet you're really close, aren't you? Yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> Growing up, no. But now, yes. Yeah, well, that's good, that's good. So, mum and dad, tell us about mum and dad. Mum, dad, so I, I always say mum is logic, dad is emotional. Mm-hmm. So, um, dad's like, oh my God, she really wants to be a singer. Mum's like, she can't, so leave it alone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, but she feels really nice about him. I was like, it doesn't make sense. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, and tell, tell us about the, but I want to hear what they did for a living, but the yeah. spelling of your name, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> I like that routine. It was hilarious. <laughs> My dad's insane. And I swear, and I'll get into the name, but this is what always shocks me. So I'm convinced he wasn't there when I was born. Really? 
because yeah because my mum says he was but mm-hmm. he always congrats he always wishes me happy birthday on the 21st of december and my birthday's on the 20th <laughs> so i'm just convinced he wasn't there or he the was out of his mind <laughs> because not only do you get my birthday wrong you add unnecessary letters to my neck it was just a, a shit show it was it was rubbish <laughs> he got it all wrong. He had one job to do and he yeah. got all of it wrong. And that's mm-hmm. how I feel. And he's like, but babes, it makes you unique. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe in my 30s, yeah, but not when you're a child yeah. and you have to convince people that, that that hieroglyphics means Tanya. That's not, <laughs> that's the hardest thing to do. Having said that, imagine having a name called Karen Curran. It's yeah, the same yeah. As Karen, but with an O. It's the same as Caramel with an O. I had, <laughs> honestly, it was the bane of my life. Yeah, but it makes you strong, doesn't it? Because you have to find a way to fight back. Yeah, own it. Yeah, yeah. This is it. So, so was it literally just him putting in other letters? <laughs> but just the way that he wanted to spell it. That's just how he wanted to spell it. Literally, <laughs> I don't. I don't uh-huh. think he even knew there were other people out there with the spelling. He just <laughs> added it in. And I just that think he's amazing. insane for doing that. I wish there was more of a story. I wish there was a, yeah, I read a book or I was having yeah. a, a moment. No, that's why I'm convinced he was drunk out of his skunk that weekend, I'm sure. <laughs> I was born on a Monday morning. He was having a, he was off the end, off the back yeah. of the bender, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, it was a stress of becoming another a, a dad again. And so close to Christmas, I'm yeah. sure. Off yeah. his rocker. What, what did your mum say about your, your name? Just Her, her, exa- her explanation is, well, I let the dads give the first name, so that's nothing to do with me. And I'm like, lady! She's such a busybody. I'm like, of all the things for you to be a busybody, that was the time, Joyce. <laughs> That was the time right there. Exactly. Oh, God. And so like, everyone else has got lovely names. My brother's name's Eli. My sister's name's Chantel. It's just me. Oh, those are beautiful names. Your name is beautiful. It is. It's lovely names. They're gorgeous. I think mine is beautiful by force. I think, like, oh, Eli, oh, Chantel. Oh, Tanya. Okay. <laughs> You're beautiful too. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, tell us what your parents did when you were growing up. So when I was born, dad was and still is um, a uh, paint decorator. uh, Mm -hmm. He's got his own business, so he just goes around and makes premises really beautiful, which is nice. Mum, when I was born, was a nursery nurse and a youth worker and is now a chef. Oh, really? So when I was younger, she was always, she was called the Mother Teresa of New Cross because the kids would always come around to us. And then Seven. Joyce is always the one doing all the games. And we all go to the park and we have like rounders and relay and all that kind of stuff. So it was really nice growing up. We had a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of fun. We yeah. used to argue, mum and I used to argue daily about what I would wear because <laughs> um, I was like, skirts for girls, I'm not a girl. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a tomboy, so I have to wear trousers or shorts because you can't climb trees in skirts. It's insane. No, no. And she was like, Tanya, you just one skirt. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> but I'll wear it tomorrow or to bed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the mornings where every morning she'd lay my clothes out on the bed mm-hmm. and I'd put everything on but the skirt and go downstairs <laughs> and just be like, you forgot my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> have this argument. She's like, put on the skirt. And I'm like, but there's no trousers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So was your parent, was your mum like the cool mum? Like, did everyone want to hang out at yours? Or was it more like she was just the motherly 
I think she was cool in that she put on lots of events and stuff, but she was also disciplinary and people were scared of her. So it was like, we like being around when Joyce does games, but like, don't piss her off. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's still true. like that now, if I'm honest. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she's cool, she's fun and she's lovely. She wants the best for everybody. But mm -hmm. I think she's known for like loving hard. Like she'll really get you to try something. You know, yeah, yeah. she's very much, uh, her motto growing up was, don't talk to me about it if you haven't tried it. You can't tell me you don't like it. If you, you've got to try everything once yeah. and then we'll talk about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, I think that's, yeah, that's um, how she was. Incredible lesson, yeah. Yeah. Good. She sounds what amazing. Was, what She's was awesome. Your, what was your personality like as a, as a, as a kid? <laughs> how it is now, which I recognise as a child is really irritating. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was always asking questions. I wanted to know why. I've always been an inquisitive person. I want to know the whys and the wheres and the hows and ups and the downs. Mum's not got yeah. time for that. She doesn't, yeah. when I was little, she didn't have time for that. So I was always like questioning things. I was always that child where, you know, everyone go to your room and Tanya's like at the top of the stairs trying to figure out why I'm not allowed downstairs no more. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, always needed a reason. Always, yeah, always in the way, always in the wrong place at the wrong time because I'm just trying to be nosy. She used to call me, um, what did she say? Detective Inspector. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, an inquisitive mind is an intelligent mind. That's how you learn. That's what I say now. Oh, We're back there. <laughs> imagine it'd be a little bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So an inquisitive child is an annoying child because that child just never shuts up. Yeah. But yeah. Katie, um, it was just like you. You exactly <laughs> the same. And she used to sit at, on the stairs and then yeah. she'd go one further down. This is when she's meant to be in bed. And then one further down. And, <laughs> and I'm face is for the banister like yeah, this. Just trying to I'm not here. I'm not here. I promise. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've managed to yeah. rope in my little cousin Simone to doing it. Oh, and be like, come, come with me, then we can see everything. So yeah. even at family functions, if there was like the adults getting a little bit too walkers so the kids have to go upstairs, we'd just yeah. be on the stairs like this. I just want to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Awesome. So nosy. So it yeah. sounds like it was quite a happy, noisy, lots of people kind of... Lots of people. I mean, my mum's got nine sisters and two brothers. So, what? Yeah. Only one. We've got one sister in America and the boys, two, no, three brothers, sorry. Two of the boys are in Jamaica and one boy's here, but the rest of the sisters wow. are here. Yeah. So it was always just like women and women and women, opinions, conversations <laughs> and arguments. And then you just cover all of that with food and alcohol. And then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing could but, be better. I know it's like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, why am I being told off for asking questions? We're all asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was a child and they were an adult, and that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And were you close with all your aunties then? Since they were. Yeah, we were all. I mean, my, my mum's sister, we lived here. My mum's sister literally lived there. Really? And then we had one just, uh, just up the road over there, and then we had two just up. Yes, yeah, so it was all very close knit, yeah. and we could and all just stay at each other's houses. Was there like lots of cousins and stuff running around as well? Thousands, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my house alone, my mum was always the one who liked to take the people, the boys on. So yeah. growing up, it, in my household, it should have just been me and my brother primarily and then my little sister. But it was me and my brother plus my auntie's two boys plus my other auntie's five boys and her one girl. So it was just loads of us in yeah. this two-bedroom masonette. <laughs> <laughs> Mum's now yeah. sleeping on the sofa so we can just run right upstairs. Yeah. And yeah, and then yeah, there was I don't think there was ever a room for me to be a girl. It was just gonna be a boy land. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So me and Dion are just tomboys who just like climbing trees and playing yeah. with He-Mans. And that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it sounds it sounds very much like a happy childhood. Yeah, I, I can't I can't say anything bad about it. Literally, yeah. I had the best time. We were just playing all the time, nonstop, yeah, yeah. doing so many so many activities. I did so many things at school. You know, you do the um, you go somewhere and then that child comes here. That. Yeah, exchange thing. Yeah. Exchange student. Yeah, I did that. And I went to a farm. I got a, I thought my mum hated me. What am I doing on a farm? What, in I stayed there for a week. <laughs> oh on day one, they told me to milk a cow and I cried for two hours. And I called my mum and I was like, Mum, come and get me. They're trying to kill me. I'm on the farm. And she was like, Stop yeah. being dumb. I'll see you on Friday. And I what, stayed there. Like- some farm in the UK is it? Yeah, oh, I think it was God. like. Literally, I don't think it was that far, but it was yeah. just so different from inner city London. <laughs> of course, that yeah. I was just like, "What is this? And why yeah. am I here?" Right, yeah. just wild. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about becoming a teenager. Lovely, lovely puberty. <laughs> did your relationship change with your family, or did how? What was what was that like? I think I definitely became. I was, I think I, I battled a lot because I was a tomboy and then I, around 14, I became aware that I was a girl and that boys would fancy me. I became yeah. aware that, you know, there was like, oh, breasts. Okay. Are they a thing? Because in my head it was like, okay, so I wear a bra now. Who cares? Yeah. And I didn't yeah. really register it until secondary school. And then noticing that my friends were in our relationships and they're talking about kissing boys and holding hands. And I was like, oh my God, ugh. Like, <laughs> I was 13 when the first boy asked me out and I ran around the whole estate and everyone he was gay because I was like why are you asking me out I'm a, tom- I'm a tomboy that's just yeah, so yeah, gay, you must be gay yeah. yeah like you must that, that was my mindset yeah, <laughs> I will yeah. never forget that day that was my mindset at 13 like how yeah. dare you that's disgusting I'm a tomboy uh-huh. um, yeah. so my first boyfriend came late 14 and I only got him because everyone was doing it. And when we go to the cinema, I've got someone sitting next to. That was yeah. my whole idea of having this boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It wasn't <laughs> until I was 16 that I was like, oh, so we kiss and stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Which, bless him, he was so patient. Yeah. Oh. I know. What, you were with him from 14 to 16? No, 14 to 20. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Wow. That yeah. Is- Kitty had a... a- yeah, I was in love as well, didn't you? 15 to 19. Yeah. yeah. My God. You must have, yeah, learned so much from the experience. Was it your first love? When you first really everything. Happened? First yeah. boyfriend, first love, first kiss, first everything. And like, he's my best friend now. We were together on Saturday, actually. We went to the park. Oh, really? But yeah, so he's, he's lovely. But um, yeah. I, th- those years were so important to me. So important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually very grounding as well. Mm. You know, that you're not you know running around and yeah oh let me tell you a secret ladies so (laughs) i'm gonna tell you a secret so i was 18 i went to college and i found this other guy i was like oh my god he's so sexy so i dumped my then boyfriend and i went to this other guy we went out for two weeks and i was like this is not fun so i went back to my first (laughs) good on you good on you yeah um yeah I had a two-week hiatus where I was like, yeah, no, the grass isn't greener. This is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What a lesson to learn, isn't it? Right? Oh, How mature at 18? I was like, go on, Tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's like Katie had uh, a boyfriend up till 19, then met a boy at university, and she was with him till she was 29. 10 years. Wow. Yeah, she, yeah, so so Katie is now, she is now going through her 
her yeah. <laughs> my, my sowing my wild oats yeah, so yeah. I've been single for three years and actually it has been so good for me personally just to be okay with being alone like it's yes. so important yeah. but I think back in the day when you are a teenager and you're so I mean I was so insecure and having that kind of support yeah was great I yeah think. I felt like it, it had to be, and if you didn't have one, then you, you just felt a little bit ugly. It sounds stupid to say now, yeah. but you feel unattractive and you feel not worth anything. Yeah. You want to yeah. be in with the in crew, and they look so happy and love, and we all know no <laughs> one's happy and love at no. <laughs> no, But yeah, everyone looked like it was the in thing to do, so yeah. yeah. It was and fun. And so at school, what kind of thing were you into? Were you into performing and stuff? Did you start getting into that kind of side? Yeah, I mean, uh, I started doing my first dancing and acting when I was like three and seven. Mm. Oh, so really? was, yeah, so um, I've been doing acting since seven, but dancing since I was like three. My mom took me to my first ballet lesson at three. Um, yeah. So in secondary school, I was heavily into drama. I was doing athletics a lot. I was I was doing um, races. I was very good mm. at the hundred meters and like relay races and stuff. Yeah, until cool. I tore my ligament, and so that's when I started focusing on dance a bit more. Because the running wasn't the same after I tore my ligament, and then I was really? out for months. I had a cast on. How sexy! So that's what you need. <laughs> How old in secondary school. Yeah. Well, the first time I tore my ligament, I was 11. It was my last couple Ooh. of months of primary school. Yeah. And I did it again in secondary school oh, because dear. Tanya has to learn the lesson twice, obviously. <laughs> um, and, the, and both of the same reason, I went to run a race and didn't warm up. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yep. You have to Lesson learned second time round. Right? <laughs> I mean, I guess not, because I just ripped my Achilles, didn't I, the other day in the gym? <gasps> yeah, for not stretching, didn't stretch properly. So, oh, haven't well. learned a thing, even at 37. <laughs> <laughs> you're never 37. You don't yes, I'm 37. Oh, oh, you're, like, you're like Katie's age or younger than that. Younger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mother. Good, good. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that Katie was a rower. She used to go on the water with the Thames. She was at Brunel University, which... No way! Yeah, yeah, I used to row for Brunel. Yeah. That's awesome! But I did That's hard of, as well, that whole yeah, body workout. I, I had loads of issues with my spine because it was all one-sided. So, yeah, I injured myself, but nothing, nothing like being in a cast and not, you know, being out of it for as long as you were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was pretty, but I didn't get, I didn't go to sport until much later. So I was at uni that I got into more sporty oh. stuff really. But back to Tanya, Karen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can jump in, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mine was more about, because my parents and my dad, his spare time was a footballer. My mum in her spare time likes to just do activities. So yeah. we were just yeah. always around it. Plus she was a youth worker and worked at our local community centre. So after school, that's where I would go for after. She'd be there from like 3 until 6 p.m. Just yeah. creating all the stuff for the kids to do. So that would be after school, run to community yeah. centre, stay there with mum, go home, eat, homework, bed. Did, yeah. she, did she teach you to cook and things like that? God, no. And I tell you, this is so weird. I tell you, listen, Karen, you go in the kitchen and you say, can I help? And she'll be like, okay, then go in then. And two minutes later, she's like, no, you're in the way. Go away. Yeah, yeah, not like that. Get away. Like that. Yeah, you're not doing it how I do it. Can I chop the onions? Sure. Chopping the onions. Not like that. Okay. Not like that. Okay. Not like, okay, I'll just do it. And this is like, okay, let's just oh, not. No. Yeah. But now she's, she's regretting it because now she's like, 
oh, someone else cook. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> and we can, don't get me wrong, we can, and we can very well, but just not like her. So it's like... Yeah, yeah you've turned out into quite a cook. I've been seeing a lot of good uh, yeah. things you've been doing during lockdown. I can cook. I've been, well, I've been working on recipes for like, just to go with the fitness yeah. um, packages that I want to sell. But I can cook, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a Joyce dish. It's yeah. <laughs> very much a Tanya dish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to school, um, yeah. and yeah. You, you were doing drama and things. And then, so what was like the next step? What did you want to do after school? I wanted to be an actor. So I went to college and university and did performing arts and drama. Um, and I did... Which I went to Brighton. Oh, oh cool. Oh, yeah. God, so I had a great time. I, I spent two months living in Worthing, which is just down the road from Brighton. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, this is not for me, guys. And so I just went home and just started traveling every day from London to Brighton. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I'm in South London, so I'm by Croydon. So the train from Croydon is like 15 minutes in. Yeah. So it's not that bad, really. It took me like an hour and 10 minutes. It took me shorter to get to school. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, yeah. so, um, yeah, <laughs> so I just started traveling every day because I, I went to a, I went to a pub with two of my friends in, in, um, in, uh, oh, what's it called? It begins with an L. It's next to Bright. It's next to Worthing. I'll oh, get it. Yeah. We went there and walked into the pub and they said, she's not allowed in here. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. What? And so we all stopped. We turned around and was like, who? And they pointed at me and I was like, oh, Okay then, bye. Because <laughs> oh I was like, fucking god. First of all, huh? Yeah. Still? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That oh is actually a full insane. God. And so after that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just move back home, and that was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, did you enjoy Brighton Uni, or did you enjoy the course? Did you loved it? loved yeah. every second of it it was amazing i'd go back and do it all again i love yeah. i just love being in that environment and what was beautiful is brighton's not like london and you're allowed to be your your funny weird creative <laughs> self in mm -hmm. brighton with mm -hmm. no you know no judgment just all of you every bit of it every last bit of it and that's what i learned i learned to be like yeah stop stop hiding how you want to do things Tan. just do yeah. them yeah. You know? Did you do any like, because it was an acting course or it was drama, was it? What was the course? It was performing arts, actually. Performing, performing arts, arts. Yeah. yeah. So it was everything. So it was like makeup and stage setting. Oh, and, oh that's great. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite like wide ranging of stuff yeah. that you've got to do. But yeah. did you have any really weird things that you had to do, like pretend to be an owl or like pretend like, did you have really oh, strange no. exercises? Not, in, not like that, but we had this really weird capoeira teacher who. <laughs> Girl, he was like, it was one of them oddly, he was oddly strikingly beautiful, but like had no desire to get dressed or iron his clothes or like <laughs> shower often or, you know, like just yeah. beautiful, but weird. Like you showered, sir, and just combed your hair. Oh my God. And he would speak <laughs> very calmly all the time. It was just always this vibration. So when we were doing Capoeira, he was like, he was talking, but he was gliding and walking. It was really <laughs> We would just sit here and stare at him like... What is going on? Yeah, yeah I, I still to this day don't know what he said. Wasn't listening. <laughs> just staring at this human floating across the room. Yeah, was, yeah. That's God. probably the weirdest thing. And I'll never forget it. it just, just what, how does a, a human being just be so... Just gliding through life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so delicate. 
And what about um, pals, like your best mates? Have they come from uni or have they come from home and school? At uni, they came from... Um, I was best friends with my friend Harley, but we met at college. Okay. So we went to the same university together and then we met Charlotte at university. Charlotte lives up by um, Brighton, so that's how we met her there. But mm-hmm. Harley's from Tunbridge Wells and then I was from London. So yeah. the three of us... Yeah, we were, we were just from like, all over the place, but... Yeah, but it was nice because we just... We met each other and on day one we were like... It's us free. Let's yeah. get it together. Let's do this now. Yeah. And then we I were together forever. <laughs> that's one of the amazing things about uni is meeting people from all over the place, but just connecting. And yes. I think you make some of your best friends for life at uni for sure. Yes. Agreed. So yeah. did did acting come out of it? Yeah. Yeah. I, when I left uni, I came back and I auditioned for um, a short film and I got the role. And mm. then we went to like the film festivals and I went, I won Best Supporting Actress. Wow, really? Oh my God. Well done, your first project, Jesus. No, and I didn't, this is, how, this is how ignorant I was to the process. I was still very heavily into dancing. And on the same day as the awards night, I had a big dance show. So I went to the dance show. <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh my! I know, it's so bad, isn't it? And I, I'm like, I don't. I was just so heavily into it, and I was like, no. But the awards, but the and here's the best bit: they were both in Leicester Square, so I was here in Equinox <laughs> doing the dancing, but the awards were just across the square in the cinema, and I was like, oh, I could go over there, but like I'm dressed like this, and then and I was just like, just yeah. leave it, Tam. Yeah. Tell us more about the dancing. Was that like a hobby that you did on the side, or did you do any? professional dancing or I did professional dancing but it was always a hobby it was always just a case of you're just really good at this and so people are asking you to do stuff and why not for the experience do you know what I mean um well we need her to do um strictly (laughs) I know I would love to do strictly (laughs) I would would love you on strictly oh my god I would love it so badly I want I'm waiting for them to ask me one day it will come come. after your friend in a few years and then when I'm on it we'll have to Play this clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we knew it. Yeah, exactly. We spoke about it here. <laughs> but um, I've done so dancing has been amazing for me. Um, mm. The biggest thing I've done in dancing was when we went to America. We we went to compete in the World Hip Hop Championships and we won. Oh, oh my God! Who is we? Who is we? You're I was in a dance group called Plague. So it's five of us, wow. and you basically compete with groups from all over the world and yeah. see who wins. And that was the yeah. first time the UK had won that competition. I'm sorry, really I Google that. I know. I'm just writing it <laughs> down as well. I can send you a link. I can send you a link to the performance. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Oh, please, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. Love so let me finish. That. I'll send you a link. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, just and so we won that in 2005. So 2005, 2006, I was a world hip hop champion. Oh my God, that's such an achievement. Amazing. Yeah. So that was really exciting as well. Yeah, so when I came back from there, I started teaching in Hertfordshire at a dance Mm -hmm. school called Alter Ego. So I was there for about four or five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. And Um, I stopped all of that to come to do comedy. Not (laughs) not that I'm here to give you a hard time, but in your your, um, about Tanya Moore, there's nothing about dancing in it. I know. (laughs) It's so bad. I know. I really haven't. I haven't, I need someone to do a proper about for me because I feel yeah. like, and sometimes, and this is part of my, 
dimming. <clears throat> Sometimes I feel like if I mention everything that I've done, I'm just gonna look like I'm showing off. But it's what I've done. I know exactly. You should be yeah. You be, should be shouting about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The world hip hop championships should be in there. I'm really good. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. So there you are. That's my little. Tip yeah, I'll take it, mommy Karen. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll help it. <laughs> I want so, to say also, Katie, I'm sorry to interrupt. But I, do it, Mum. Do it. Me. Tell us. Tell us. No, <laughs> Katie did a school dance thing that was choreographed, which is oh, the worst so thing ever. I want to send it to you to let you know. <laughs> so, I mean, it's Katie, Katie so can dance and Katie can sing, but she, when she was young, she was so conscious of herself, so she would be... <laughs> You know, she would be. I love that she's like, Katie, it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I know. No, I was. It's because I was 15 or something, and I was tall and long, and I hated everything. Like, my body was just big. And then um, yeah. we were like trying, it was to um, music by Madonna, and we were trying to be really moody, but it just came across as grumpy. And, oh, like, no. <laughs> it just like, came across so badly. Like, <laughs> And they had, they oh, had um, fur waistcoats oh, on. Oh, babe. And low-rise jeans on. Oh, you, were, you were channeling Madge, though. You were channeling her. That's what she yeah, gave I know. you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But that's amazing that you got the 2005 trophy. But yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a necklace. My mum has it. It's a gold it's oh, really? really nice, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And did, uh, did you keep competing after that, or did you? Did that, that was my last. Out? I came back, and then we what came back. Think? My dance teacher actually had messages from like um, at that time it was J Lo's boyfriend, the dancer Chris, oh, yeah, and like yeah, a lot yeah. of different people asking him to come and do like choreography for them. But he left, and he's now like one of the main choreographers for Cirque du Soleil. So yeah. he's been in LA oh. ever since, oh my God. Um, yeah. going back and forth. I yeah, knew dance yeah. wasn't a be all and end all for me. It was just a hobby that I was really good at. So I yeah. got to that point and I was like, okay, stop taking up space. Just let yeah. it now. <laughs> so I started teaching after that, but then I missed being on stage myself. And so that's when I found comedy. Yeah, yeah. so tell us yeah. about that. I mean, how, were you, how did you find comedy? Were you interested in comedy before you got into it? No, not interested <laughs> at <laughs> all. Why? Not why somebody who it? watched it at all. Um, I literally was walking down a road with my then boyfriend and mm. I was like, I want to get back on stage, but I don't want to dance, but acting's really hard. And we literally walked past the New Cross Inn and they mm. had a comedy course there. And he was like, why don't you just try it? And I was like, yeah. no, that's really, that's wild. He was like, no, try it. And I thought, no, I'll watch. They had a course on at the moment. And then yeah. they had a preview from that course. I thought, let me go and watch that and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And guess who was there who inspired me? Athena Kablenu. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I was like, oh, well, she can do it. I can. And so then yeah. I signed up straight away. And that was how it oh, went. Oh, great. Because like, if she hadn't been there, I, like, I would, you would hope that you would still have done it. But that's so yeah. amazing to, that yeah. she kind of inspired you to be like, yeah, if she can do it, then I can. Literally. Yeah, but and I, it's still the same. I see her now and I'm like, okay, she can do it. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't go to comedy clubs and watched others. No, I literally just did that. And then I went and signed the course. And then I was like, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> Tell us about the course. Oh, it was run by a guy called Harry Denford. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that when I say his name, no one knows who he is, because at the course, he's <laughs> amazing. So I just love saying his name, because 
everyone has the same blank expression like mm-hmm okay mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> harry <laughs> but on yeah. the course he would tell you that he's like this massive amazing comedian and don't, don't get me wrong he's a lovely guy um he runs the new course theater and the course was very much um learning about setup and punchlines and rules of three and all the kind of stuff how to ha- handle yourself on stage mm-hmm. the moving of the microphone stand and why that's important how to hold the mic so i think it was valuable yeah. because how long was the course uh, only three weeks on a Sunday, and um, it was like ten to four on a Sunday for three yeah, weeks. Cool. Yeah, so it, I think you, I missed out on things that other comics find out about on the court, on the on the on the scene. Mm-hmm. So I allow, it allowed me to come onto the scene and look semi-professional a little bit. Yeah, you know, just yeah. managing myself properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. like comedy course, some comedy courses get a bit of a bad rep for doing a course, but I think actually, like learning the basics and stuff, it can be really useful, and yeah. it gives you a little bit of a head start before you step by on stage. Exactly. Uh, Learn how many times have we seen a comic come on stage, take the microphone out and the stand's just right there. I know, and it's all you can look at. You can yeah. look at it. <laughs> it's just like, move it, move it, move it. Or they've, got the, they've moved the stand, but now they're playing with the wire. Yeah, yeah. And it's I like, know. oh, God, every two minutes, you're like, babes, stop I it. Know. It's so distracting. You don't realise how yeah. distracting it can be until somebody does it nonstop. Yeah. And it's really easy to do because when you're nervous, obviously, you fidget. So Exactly. Well, having done uh, the So You Think You're Funny competition for 33 years or whatever it is, yeah. I mean, I've seen so many new people and... You know, it's so many of them, you can see them just looking at themselves in a mirror with a brush, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how yeah. they've taught themselves. You it is, you do need to know that craft, you know, before, yeah. before anything. You but do. once you're there, it's about talking to the audience as if they're your friends, you know, mm. and mm. being like they're one person <clears throat> and yeah. not, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm one of these that are not, I don't like comedy clubs where they really get, you know, they talk to all lot. what you do, where you go, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many insults that start, you know, which you, yeah. you, need, you need it to be funny. Yeah, yeah. and that just, I think that's what t- just separates a good host from a not so good host. Yeah, yeah. Is that you can talk to audience members, but it doesn't have to be aggressive. You don't have to attack yeah. anybody, and if you do have to attack somebody, it should always be yourself. So I yeah. just feel like you know you get some people who they call themselves hosts and comedians, but really all you're doing is roasting, yeah. and that's not really a good craft. <laughs> you, can, no. you have to, be, and, you, and if you're not even doing that right, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I actually yeah. think you're right that I think women are much kinder and better at that than men are. I just think they're more, it's not even that they're better, it's that they're just a bit more measured and mm. kind of uh, analyse the situation a bit more, maybe. I don't know. We maybe think that. more. Yeah, yeah, we do think more. Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. kind of evaluate. You know, if there's someone being a prick, show them up, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, in a fun way though, because it can yeah. still all be done in jest and in fun. So yeah. I can still be like, oh, you're being a right dickhead, aren't you? And we all laugh <laughs> like, she called me a dickhead. Like there's always, <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's ways yeah. to do it opposed from stop being a dickhead. Like that's not yeah. nice. It makes the it's whole that- room tight. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So how many, how many years have you been doing it now? Um, right. uh, eight years now. Yeah. So tell us about the first time you went on stage. So you did the course and then you went yeah. on stage after that? 
that was my first time and it was at up the creek oh yeah oh, <laughs> oh cool. all the places to start <laughs> for god's sake <laughs> up the creek it was sold out it was packed it was yeah. jeff innocent hosting yeah. um which obviously means that the crowd's nice and comfortable because jeff always gets them in that position yeah. um and you go on and it was five minutes and i had the best time of my yeah. life really and the oh. second gig brought me right back to reality <laughs> Uh, yeah. I left that venue like, oh my god, I'm a comedian. I'm like really funny. I'm, I'm good. I'm like, just call me Whoopi Goldberg. Like that's how we are. Um, so that's how I went to bed. I woke up and I was like, oh my god, someone asked me to do a gig because that's how funny I am. So yeah, yeah. I got to the next gig the next week and I was just like, oh okay. <laughs> when the audience isn't there specifically to be supportive, they cannot laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. five minutes of silence, like what dead. Hell? Not oh. one person resonated with anything and I was yeah. like this was so funny last week <laughs> I found do you find it difficult to write material or uh, well at the beginning how did you write your material what I, I still find it hard I find it hard now still I think I'm somebody who um is more of a performer than a writer but I get there but it's like eventually it yeah, takes sure. me longer than like somebody like a like a Charlie yeah. Dinkin she's She'll look at something and give you 10 puns off the head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, take yeah. me about 10 hours to give you one pun. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah. So I get there, but it just takes me a while because I'm more of a conversationalist. So I need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I need to be in a room with someone. I need to be having the conversation to find what yeah, I need yeah, to find. Funny. I can't just sit there and then be like, oh, let me just... Yeah. It's just not... It's, do you write you know. with anyone then? Do you I do, yeah. So every now and again, I just got a group of people who I'll talk about. I won't yeah. even call it writing sessions. I'll just call them and just talk about some stuff. Yeah. Cool. And then write my notes as I'm talking and then yeah. go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just have to find your style, don't you, of what works for you. And yeah. If you've got people around you that can help you with that conversation and that's amazing exactly yeah but I like I'm definitely have been I'm a storyteller I want it to be storytelling yeah. but I wanted you to feel like you're in my house and we're just having a chat yeah. that's what I want yeah. it to feel like yeah 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 <laughs> so is it, is, is it comedy or acting you want to do my main love is acting but like comedy acting does that mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's my main love yeah and Definitely. so since you started doing comedy, have you done acting as well? What, what kind of yeah. stuff have you done? And the beautiful thing about comedy is it brought me right back around to acting. So yeah. since winning Funny Women, I mean, I did a Maltesers commercial oh, and then cool. I had a small um, part in that, in that uh, drama series called Pure, which yeah. was on Channel 4, but it's now on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then so I can add Netflix to my CV, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> then I did um, the TV show uh, Jamie Johnson on CBBC, so I was the main character for that. So that was nice. Um, Thirteen episodes, and I was in twelve. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I did a couple of um, the Dog Ate My Homework. Yeah. Kids TV show, and yeah. then I got a small part in um, Catherine Ryan's Duchess, which is coming out later. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. So it's been nice. I've had yeah. quite a nice run. Tango advert. That was nice. Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's been quite a nice time. So I'm just <laughs> hoping that we just keep going in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. And are you like, are you going up for auditions a lot or or? Yeah. yeah. I am. Yeah. How, I get. How do you find auditions? auditions? Self tapes. I love them though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment I'm still treating them as a introduction not so much an audition just a I'm yeah. here remember me kind of yeah 
vibe. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because there's loads of us, and most people know what they want before they even send out the audition reel. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm either going to be that person or not. Either yeah. way, I have to leave an impact. So, and use it as experience as well. I guess exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, why had have you decided in your eighth year of comedy to bring your debut up to Edinburgh? Or hang on, I'm talking in an alternative uni universe where the fringe is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did it? What? Well, I mean, why I don't want to you say. So yeah, yeah I, I think that it took you so long, but why? Has Watching it? my peers, what I realised was you only get one chance to have this first impression. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my comedy friends regret their first impression. Mm -hmm. So, in it, and coupled with, I was scared. I was very scared of Edinburgh. I was scared of competitions. I was scared of just being judged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I stayed away from it for a long time. But then... Once I started getting into it, doing funny women and stuff, I was like, oh, it's not, not that bad, actually. So I thought, mm -hmm. let me try Edinburgh and do half an hour first and yeah. see how I feel. Because what I used to do is come to Edinburgh on a Friday and leave by Sunday and be like, oh, my God, that was a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> Being so there for the whole month, you, you have to be in it to get it. You yeah. can't just come into the whirlwind for two days and expect to understand what's happening. Yeah. You have to be in it to get it. So being yeah. there for the whole month last year was the best thing. Now I love Edinburgh. Sod's law. <laughs> it's I not know. here no more. <laughs> well, until I next know. year. But I, I was know. so excited and ready for Edinburgh. But yeah. most of my taking long was, when I make my first impression, I want, me, I want to be the best I can be. And it mm. took me a long time to find out the voice that I wanted to have on stage before I could even yeah. think about an hour's show, before I could even get into clubs. I mm. just spent a long time figuring out who Tanya was on stage, how am I going to tell my stories, what of my stories am I going to tell, you know, all of that stuff. It just took me a long time to get there. But I'm yeah. glad now because now when I debut, I'm probably the best comedian I'm ever going to be at this point right now. Yeah, yeah. Two years yeah. in, no, not the best comedian yeah. I'm going to be. Yeah. Also, imagine if I have a great time in Edinburgh, all the things that come as a result of, I need to be ready to do those as well. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been yeah. ready at two, three years in. My philosophy is that it takes about five years, I think, for, for the comedian to be, to be comfortable right. with the audience, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. it, you can't just do it in a year or two. I mean, yeah. lots of them do, of course, and yeah. so many of them just want that leap to TV right away, you know? Exactly. I mean, I, Katie and I love the live... <laughs> the live what's it called the live experience you know yes. yeah. and uh, you know all this stand-up comedy on tv you know it, it's not the same i agree i love being in the room and that's why i'm yeah. very big on like not being one of those people who do online videos and yeah. that kind i don't want you to feel like you can just wake up and first of all receive entertainment for free Hey, you have to pay, sir. Exactly. <laughs> this I is know. my job. You don't just get to wake up and receive because what they do is they come to your social media and it doesn't really promote them to come to your live show. No. People no. are mistaken as that as a fact as, as a fact. It's not a fact. No. They can just come and watch you for free. Also, anyone can edit funny. How are yeah. you live? Exactly. Yeah. How do you respond That's to people right. in a room? Yeah. Yeah. So I can write I can do a video now, really mundane and boring, but if I edit it the right way. Mm -hmm. hilarious yeah can yeah. i bring that to the stage can i walk into a room and make anybody from any culture creed class background race laugh at this one thing that we all experience that yeah. to me is comedy that's a yeah. comedian do you know what yeah. i mean if yeah. i'm only making black people laugh i'm only making asian people laugh i'm only making white people laugh mm -hmm. you're just making one set of people laugh yeah comedy should be for everybody everyone yeah, yeah. 
For sure. Like, I'm very big on making sure I, I figure that out. Yeah. And I like that I can walk into a room and doesn't matter where you're from, we're gonna we're gonna have a laugh, babe. <laughs> the the title bully yeah. does sound as if there's some emotion in there. I yeah, mean, tell us about I, the show. I think I think some of the best shows is has got all the emotions in it. Yeah. You know, it makes you think, it makes you emotional, but then you can look at that and be funny about it. You know, yeah. that bully Bully's a, a delicate for me. It's my baby. I love it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm very precious over it. But it's yeah. about when I was a child, I was a bully. Mm-hmm. And just how I've learned to overcome that and figuring out what that was, where it came from, mm-hmm. who I was, who I am now, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then there's like little stories where I recognize it and how I go get about it. So yeah, very yeah. precious over but, my... You know, you life. say you were a bully. You were a strong woman. Yeah. Yeah, and so what the show is about is I'm trying to get rid of the word bully and the energy that surrounds it Mm -hmm. because really I was just opinionated and answered a lot of questions. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's literally what it was. But as a female, especially, especially during those times, opinionated as a woman, God, you're a problem, aren't you? Yeah, why are you asking so many questions? Difficult, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was always labeled with lots of different things. Mm -hmm. That growing older, I was like, well, no, actually, I wasn't. I've never had a fight. Yeah. I've never, do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, there are instances where I was mean to people mm-hmm. and I, I explore that as well and I talk about that and I say, explain where it came from and why. Not making yeah. it okay, but just giving it some context. Yeah. That's what the yeah. show is about. Yeah, and what, where, where is the show at and how are you feeling? I mean, are you going to have a bit of a break from performing it again and like what's the kind of plan now that the yeah. fringe is no bloody well, longer? I mean, were you, have you done previews already? Yeah, I had. I'd done um, Vault and I went to oh, yeah. uh, Manchester. I had done mm-hmm. Manchester as well. Oh, cool. So um, I, at the start of lockdown, I was still like writing it and still like looking at it, but I've taken a break from it just yet. because I don't want to yeah. get bored of my own show. Yeah. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to make it something that it isn't. Um, it was getting to a space where we were having so much fun with it. I was losing the whole point <laughs> of what <laughs> the message was. So I have to like really take a break and then come back to what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, do you think you'll come back to it in the autumn or something then? Or in- Definitely. I think, I, I would say by about August. Yeah. Because um, Brighton Fring- and Fringe might be happening. And oh, yeah, got, yeah. They've got like October, November dates, but I think I'm going to see... Are it's they still, still a bit like, oh, lots of us in a small room. Oh. Yeah, are they still trying to do it live? They're not doing it online or something? Are they? Live, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, live now means that you'll have... A 500-seater, or, well, in our <laughs> seater, and you'll have 50 people in it. I mean, it's so... Yeah. That, that the live medium needs it to be everybody sitting beside each other. I'm sorry. I've rested with the idea that nothing happens till January 2021. Yeah. So that's why I've been, like, doing mostly fitness stuff, working on monologues. Yeah, tell us about that. Material. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about, well, tell us about lockdown, and you've started doing these online courses classes yeah classes it's just yeah. dance classes dance aerobics classes it's just to help maintain some sanity it's just yeah. insane at the moment i became a personal trainer last year december mm-hmm. and then joined the gym in january and then by february with my achilles so that's fun <laughs> oh my god <laughs> how did you do that what happened in the classroom and i slipped off the step um like that, not paying, I was just having the best time <laughs> dancing, slipped off the step, and yeah, 
I mean, I was the teacher, so there's that, you know. <laughs> if ever you need a personal trainer, you just don't call me, because obviously... <laughs> Well, I've been from from the nineteenth of February up until about three weeks ago. I was in a cast and a boot. Um, oh, yeah. Oh look, here's my boot. It's so sexy. <laughs> I was gonna start oh, an early wow. band. Look at that. Look oh, at that. God. Beautiful. So <laughs> the when you on it. <laughs> when you hosted our sofa set list, did you have it on then? No, I hadn't. No, no, no I you didn't. You said that you had a, a cyst or something on your that, Yeah, because I got, oh, God, it's all going on, isn't it? I, I swear, I was like, how do you get a toothache in the middle of a plate? Like, it's just insane. So it was, it had, my filling fell out, mm -hmm. got infected. It's like that. And then here's the best bit. I didn't even give you this bit. Yeah. So got the antibiotics, mm -hmm. had a reaction, hives. Everywhere, oh, no. <laughs> so sexy. I swear, I, was, I should have run out naked. Then I had to call the ambulance. They came over, yeah. gave me a new set. I had to go and get a new set of antibiotics. Guess what? Side effects. Oh my god, oh my. so good. I was seeing things. I couldn't even put a sentence together. I was putting words the wrong way. I'd really? ne it never happened before. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was going double. My eyes were glazing over. I was tired all the time. Then I was up. Then I was. It was so weird. It was oh so my weird. god. So that was fun. <laughs> Antibiotics maybe aren't for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I think the only reason why I reacted to the second one is because there was no break between the first and second one. Oh, right, right. And I went straight into it just like that. But I've never, I don't normally react to amoxicillin. I've had it all my life. So I don't yeah. know. Gosh. Maybe they're changing the penicillin now and I'm just not reacting to it. Yeah. Well. yeah. So the fitness classes, is that something that you're wanting to continue? Is that kind of like a backup thing that you can do on the side going well, forward? Well, yeah, I think my, I, I genuinely believe my purpose here on earth is to make people happy. And I'm just finding different ways of doing that. Yeah. Fitness is one way. Comedy is one way. You know, there's all different ways that we can do it. So That's I it. would like to eventually have my own gym. Yeah. yeah. yeah Tanya, cool. Tanya, you'll do Bully next year. You'll get Best Newcomer. And yeah. the year after, you'll do a fitness uh, about being a fitness <laughs> instructor, yeah. I'll have a DVD out soon. Come on. Yay! <laughs> Amazing. I'll yeah, be Davina McCall. Come on! <laughs> yeah, well, she overdid it, I believe. She did, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. no overdoing it. No, she, she wasn't taking no rest time, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, some people can get so, you know, what's it called? What do you call it's it? Obsessed, isn't it? Just like just yeah, yeah. tunnel tunnel vision, isn't it? Quiet. That's right. Yeah. And you know, that's no good. You've got to have a balance. Mm. Comedy <laughs> and you know, body balance. Yeah. yeah. I think doing a little bit of everything works. Yeah. So, so yeah. sometimes it's monologue, sometimes it's comedy, sometimes it's fitness. Sometimes it's yeah. a glass of wine. <laughs> but that's all the times, Karen. That I didn't mention that because that's all the times. <laughs> yeah, I know. How, so tell us how your mental health has been during lockdown. Because obviously it must have been massively affected by everything that's going on now with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Before, I was, like what's, what, how, how have you been feeling in general? I think I've been very lucky because I, I live... Hives helped, mind you. Yeah. Babe, seriously, that was like the most exciting part of my lockdown. Having some, <laughs> th then I had to call the ambulance and I was like, please be sexy ambulance men. Please be sexy ambulance men. <laughs> they weren't, but we pray. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I was quite lucky. I always say I'm quite lucky because I live in a house with some awesome flatmates. My mm -hmm. family are five minutes away down the road. That's so I've not, have, I've not not seen them. 
you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can still go to mum's house because she's just there. My yeah. sister lives literally just there. So <laughs> it's, I've been very lucky. The only thing that I haven't done is gone to work, but then I've been doing online stuff. So I mm-hmm. feel very lucky. It yeah. literally only got really heavy and depressing since mm-hmm. this whole, the last three weeks, since, you know, George Floyd's death, since, yeah. um, it's just, yeah, it's just been heavy since then. And again, it's yeah. not so much the video. It's not so much the brutality because sadly, mm-hmm. used to that, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The, having to deal with the responses. Mm-hmm. It's having to deal with people finally realizing. It's having to have the conversations of, not a new thing, babes. Yes, this happens, babes. Oh yeah. my God, babes. Yes, babes. No, babes. Oh my God, tell me more. It's shocking. Do you want to talk about it some more? Oh, yeah. good. Let me sit in this trauma some more. Tell me more about how you feel. This is great. Yeah. Me, do you know what I mean? That's the heavy bit. Yeah. And like, what? yes, there is, we do need to have conversations because, like I said before on my, on my, on my Facebook, I'm happy and willing to have conversations with people who I know genuinely just want to learn. Yeah. But there are those people who just want to look good. Yeah. And I course. just don't have the energy for you, my no. friend. No, I I, that's completely understandable. And I yeah. have to say, I mean, Karen has been has brought me up n- as a non-racist my entire life. Something, yeah. that, but I, I'm, it's I, I'm ashamed that it's made me. This movement has made me realize that not thinking about it isn't enough anymore. Yeah, actually, you need to be actively anti-racist and an ally. Exactly. And we want to do everything that we can about that. And but I do have to put an. I have to apologise to you because I did ask you a question. No, I, no, no. I like that you're not, asking I'm, questions. I'm not saying that you're directing that at me. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I do generally want, genuinely want to learn. Yeah. But I understand that it is. It's not right of me to ask you to answer my well, question. I think there's a there's a two way street on that one yeah. because sometimes it might be me that leads you to where you need to be to find out what you need to find out. So again, happy for the questions to be asked by people who genuinely want to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not people who just want to look good. Do you no, know what no, I mean? Exactly. So I'm not offended if a friend of mine or somebody who I know genuinely has the right, their heart in the right place and yeah. is like, Tan, I don't know what to do. I'm scared to do this. What should I do? Yeah. Let me tell you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's I mean, fine. That's kind of what, concerns me from Katie's point of view because we've always been diverse at the Guild of Balloon and probably not enough, I don't know, but you yeah. know, as much as as the talent that's available yeah. let us be. However, having said that, it's been brought to the fore now. Katie cares a lot. We all care. Mm. But and she does want to learn, but I'm just scared that she puts herself in a situation where she's up for ridicule. Yeah. You know, because yeah. she's because it's no. not ridicule, yeah. uh, more criticism. Because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. But I think my, my kind of the way that I've thought about it is that because there's all these arguments about people saying that there is less talent uh, of people of color and all that, and I really hate that um, argument because I think that me as a programmer just work a little bit harder. Like it's literally not. That. Here's the thing, it's, I don't believe there is less talent in the yeah, um, exactly. black community. It's yeah. that the talent hasn't been shown. No. So you are led to believe that, do you know what yeah. I mean? But for everyone that you see of a white person, you will find a black person that can do yeah. the same job. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm going to come across quite ignorant now because I didn't realise that there was, when, when I saw this about you, you working in the black comedy so, so. and... And, and the mainstream. mainstream. Yeah. Why is there two? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mm. didn't know that really. Yeah. Well, I know that the Hackney Empire and, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I've always judged the Hackney Empire New Act competition. Yes. I know that the community there is much more black, but I don't, I, I just enjoy whatever entertainment comes on, on yeah. BBC. And but yeah, I think it's about us as white programmers basically being more exposed to white performers and yeah that and that was the black i mean tell us a bit more about the black circuit if you want to it's very small (laughs) it's small but what i i prefer black audiences only not even for anything outside of we laugh loud (laughs) if something's funny you're gonna get table slaps yeah. You have to literally wait physically like 40 minutes, 40 seconds to a, a, a 60 seconds yeah. Yeah. for it to die down. It's raucous, yeah, it's loud, it's, a, it's all over, it's all the words. Yeah. And yeah. the feeling you get from that, nothing beats it, yeah. nothing. And yeah. you do get that in, in on your mainstream, but obviously it's a lot more polite, it's a lot more... <laughs> Oh, God, I know. I, don't we love those laughs? Oh, they'll physically but... say, that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> that's what Australians are like. Australians do yeah. that all the time. What they, did they do? They say, that's so funny. And they talk about how funny it is rather oh, yeah. than really? laughing. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Just saying, Americans, why are you saying it? But, but that literally is the only difference. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They laugh louder. But otherwise, the scene's set up the same. We still have comedy shows. We still have yeah. theme nights. We have, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. where the and audience what, is predominantly black. That's why I'm not too worried about criticism because, you know, I'm, I, want, I have pledged on the Go to Bloom platform and I want to use our platform for yeah. showcasing more voices and having a better representation of what the actual industry is exactly and i think it's just about me working harder to find those other voices because yeah. i yeah. can just look at my own community and see all these white faces but why don't i just try that little bit harder yeah to access a more well, diverse community what we want is opportunity for all but if there's been people that haven't been able to get out there then you know and yeah. that's what the edinburgh fringe is about that's yeah. what we've been doing for so many years and and it's absolutely tragic that there's no fringe this year it's it's a big deal yeah Yeah. massive deal i'm sad obviously i was debuting so i'm really it was gonna be your year babe this delay this delay is horrible (laughs) (laughs) i was like come on let's go i know you were so ready for it i think you changed your twitter uh, name in like December last year, being yeah. like previewing. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I, mean, I was like, I'm on it. Yeah. I don't know if you read CB Waller Bridge came out and said, um, the fringe is where I started, and you know it. It is. It's the best platform in the world. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I think uh, you do need to look at the fringe because obviously there's uh, what's the word cost barriers to the fringe, and that is something yeah. that I want to look at as well. And it does mean yeah. that certain. Minorities can't come because it is so expensive. So yeah. that's another thing that we need to look at is making the fringe it more accessible. Is definitely becoming more middle class, which is I don't understand that if it's not, made for all. Exactly, which is not yeah. what it's about for sure. Yeah. So, um, but I think there's like there's a culture of people that think that us as big venues are making all the money, and yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. And it's about a mod. It's finding different models that work for because we can. <laughs> Basically, we build all these spaces purpose-built. That's why we have to charge for them. But if we can find a room that we don't have to do so much with, then maybe we can yeah. it cheaper. And it's yeah. just about having different levels yeah. and having more of a broad range of 
offer that we can offer to artists. So this is it. When people ask me now how they can help in terms of how to move forward, it's yeah. not so much about posting pictures online we know that yeah. it's about holding people accountable including ourselves mm -hmm. and that's black people as well mm -hmm. so if you go to a room where you're having a fringe meeting about the fringe and there's no people of color in there or one person of color in there that doesn't reflect the fringe you can't have a conversation about anything exactly. you know we need to start making sure that the spaces reflect everybody so everybody can be included if it's going to be that you know and yeah. so for me, that's, if you're somebody who's in a position who can help, then I would yeah. say that would be the best way to go about making change. Yeah. What were you sure. going to ask Tanya, by the way, about next year's Fringe? Huh? Katie. Hey. Yes. I don't know. Oh, we want you to be <laughs> one of, um, we want to ask you to be a Late in Live compare for us. We'd love you to host yes! Late in Live for us. Oh my God, yes! You uh, would as you know, Karen and I are now obsessed with you after hosting Sofa Tetlas. You did such a good job. Um, and we'd love you to be one of the uh, regular yeah. hosts. I'm not week. even letting you finish asking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. That's awesome. Yes, please. Um, so, Karen, I think you have a, a question you'd like to finish us off on. How formal an ending to <laughs> Very nice to each other, Katie. I know. Um, so tell us, Tanya, um, life lessons from your mother. Have, what life lessons has she passed on to you and you would pass on to your children when they come along? The biggest one? Yeah. Try everything once. You don't yeah. know until you know, you've done it. Yeah. And that's been my whole life. Even things I've been scared of. So long, I'll just look at my mum. She'll be like, go on, you can try it. I'll be like, okay, I can try it then. And so I'll just go and try it. And I'm very big on that now. I don't want to have a conversation about anything I haven't tried. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I, and that's, yeah, try everything once. Yeah. That's, and so you tried singing and for your dad and your mum. <laughs> And, and me and my dad, we still do sing, but just only us two in the room. It's yeah. just has to be <laughs> us two. We have karaoke sessions. We sit yeah. in the car. We go crazy. Yeah. Um, my dad, I do karaoke. Yeah, amazing. He does Noel Oki. Now, Noel Oki is you take the song, and as they're singing it, he responds to them in real time. <laughs> so it could oh, be something God, simple like, like Spice Girls, um, if you want to be my lover, I'd be like, I wanted to, but you didn't get back to me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's just responding. That's so good. That's it's so funny. funny. It's the funniest thing. So, so you yeah. Get, you get your comedy from your dad then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and daddy's daughter, definitely. Yeah. Oh. That's why you got, that's why I always say hashtag poor Joyce, because <laughs> you've got, Eli came first and he's like my dad. So yeah. naturally you'd be like, oh, the girl's coming. She's going to be like Joyce, it's going to be nice. I just ruined it, came <laughs> out. I'm just like Noelle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had to wait for Chantel before she got someone that was like her. Yeah. <laughs> well, I ruined it. Someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I ruined it. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> I, I, your family sound 
absolutely oh, gorgeous. Sounds like such a joyous. I mean, have you still? Um, is that something that you'll take forward as well? as like how important family gatherings. And yeah, I mean, we have Sundays at Mum's, so every Sunday we all go to Mum's. Yeah, yeah. We all go to Mum's, and we're all there, everybody, um, and we all have fun. Yeah, have, have, have dinner. Back, have you ever had pushback on that from boyfriends or partners before? Because my boyfriends, I mean, we do Sunday lunch every week. And my boyfriend would never want to go. He's like, oh, it's a Sunday. Like, I want my own day. And oh, I, no. I, I, I've I, never I, had pushback because yeah. everyone loves my mum's food, first yeah, of all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have to cook. But <laughs> I've never had... If ever I do have somebody, like, there might be a week where they'd be like, oh, I don't want to come today. Yeah. But it would put this thing in my mouth. And in my head, I'm like, this is the beginning of the end of our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't like care about family yeah who would not want to have family time like it's the yeah. best time yeah so, yeah the moment somebody suggests that it's, it's a chore to go there on a sunday uh-huh. in my mind it's like okay so bill one, yeah. <laughs> one up against there got about four months left of this at best tanya we uh, cannot wait to see bully we cannot yay. wait to see you up at the festival and we yeah. cannot wait for you to host late in live yeah <laughs> thank you so much yeah, no, thank you ladies thank you i've enjoyed this Mama.